0: You take the good, you take the bad, you take it all, it's the post-grad with Kate and Brian. With Kate and Brian. You're listening to The Good, The Bad, and The Postgrad with your host, Kate Pierce and Brian Connors.
1: Stay tuned for new episodes coming soon. Cheers, salute. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Postgrad. the first episode
0: where we're indulging in a glass of wine. Oh, yes. Brian, this week, it is needed. Oh, my God. It's been a week.
1: It has been a week, as it always is. Um, mm-hmm. I'm Brian Connors.
0: I am Kate Pierce, as I swallow my chug of wine. <laughs> and we welcome are here. to
1: the good, the bad, and the post-grad. Kate, you said it's been a week. Give me all the juice, all the oh, tea, man. all the cheese.
0: Oh, Brian, let me take a big sip before I... Hopefully you can even hear it. Mm. <laughs> so as all of you know, if we have any listeners, I'm still the long-term substitute at this elementary school. So second graders. And it's just very hard, like all the time. And it's always hard. And I know that's life, but I don't have a teaching degree, which I don't know if anyone's wondering, but it's okay that I don't have one. You don't need to be um, a teacher education major to do this job all you need is a bachelor's degree so I'm lighting my candle sorry I need some peaceful ambiance because the stress is high um <laughs> but I just have been doing a lot of testing lately it just happens to fall in the middle of transitioning units writing and reading with these kids and every time I give them an assessment they cry and uh me Ugh. yeah and it's just been difficult and today was a lot better but you know tomorrow's open house and i'm required to be there which is stressful for me um and it's just been a little stressful and i'm kind of just feeling burnt out just with it being stressful is fine every job is stressful but the difference between this is that this is not what i want to do so it'd be different if i was doing something in my field or in media and it was stressful i'd be like okay but i'm working towards a greater goal but this Once I'm done, okay, now I know how to teach, but when am I gonna ever use that again?
1: You never know, you never know.
0: True, you're an optimist, true. So, and the fact that all the surrounding towns are going remote for school is frustrating because Manchester, that's my town has said specifically, we are not going remote unless we are forced out. So we are all watching oh. everybody go home and we are still full time, Monday through Friday, nine o'clock to two 10 every oh. day. It is exhausting. I'm exhausted. Uh, but yeah, that, and then I got ghosted what? by that job. I got, yeah, so I don't know, a few episodes ago, we discussed that job that I, Originally, oh, I thought I was getting ghosted. The video editing
1: job with the video a guy job, named Kyle. I
0: named Kyle, and I had two interviews. I had a Zoom interview that went very well, I thought, for myself, and then he invited me for another follow-up interview, which I also thought went very well. The Zoom interview was really fun, like, it was fun, which is how I know I kind of did well, and um, he immediately invited me to come see the office. He didn't even say second interview. He said, I want to come get you in the office, like show you around. And I was like, oh, that sounds casual. The second interview was an hour. It was an hour long. Half of it was kind of interview style. And then the other half was him showing me around and him telling me about the holiday party and telling me some personal anecdotes and stuff like that. So, it was like a very good interview. Like, I walked out of there feeling really good about it. And he told me, I guess, if anything, to be proud of this is something. He said there were 600 people that applied, and that out of those 600, they picked like 20 to Zoom interview and six to in person interview. Wow. So I okay. was one What's of those. Six. Like
1: that? That's a great accomplishment. Yeah.
0: So, that Ooh, I oh, felt.
1: Wow, that's awesome. Um, Cheers.
0: Thank you so much. Cheers. I don't know if anyone heard that, but we clinged. Um, but yeah, so that was really exciting. And I was like, wow, like, I think I have a shot at this. And he also said, I sent him some of my work and he said, you should never downplay your work. Like your work is good, like blah, blah, blah. And then uh, we had a long conversation about like, I asked, he was like, do you have any questions? And I always ask the person. So I don't know if this is good advice or not. I always ask my interviewer what their favorite part about their job is because they don't see that shit coming. And it's always fun. Like, oh, what's your favorite part about your job? And they're like, oh. I don't know. I'm like, well, okay. (laughs) And then he went on for 20 minutes about his favorite part about his job. And it was really nice. And I loved what he said. And it just sounded like a perfect fit for me. And the office was beautiful and all this stuff. And then I haven't heard from him since. And he said he would, that interview was last week on Monday. Today's Wednesday. This is going to be posted whenever. So this is confusing for everybody, but basically it's been over a week and a half. He told me he would contact me in two days, either way. And he has not contacted me since. I sent him mm. an email of 5 days after. I've not heard from him. So.
1: Okay, this I have a lot of thoughts on this story. Let's Numero this. Uno. I feel like he's got to call you back cuz teasing the holiday party and then not that is just I, know! I don't care like let's talk strictly business. Don't mm-hmm. don't tease me with um a holiday party with an open bar and like wow, like the fun side of the job. And then just totally ghost me. Like, he if you're gonna ghost me, then me. let's just talk business. Like, don't he, yeah. pickle my pickle, Kyle.
0: He teased me about the holiday party. He was like, "Yeah, our CEO like does a raffle. He raffles off TVs, airline tickets." I was like, "Oh my god! Like, this is amazing."
1: That's like a very and none for Gretchen Wieners moments. Like, I'm I'm raffling off this and that, but I know. none for you because I'm gonna ghost you. <laughs> none literally, for literally,
0: It literally was like. I don't know and I still like I haven't given up yet but I definitely am discouraged because I like I'm trying to think of trends with this guy like he ooh. oh
1: my god okay anyway. oh my god hey, I would scream if he texted you right now <laughs> <I> would- <laughs> we would we, we take it all back Kyle we take it all back
0: he views it pod- I get the job like two months later and he views the podcast he's like you're fired um no. <laughs> but he so I'm thinking about trends, and it took him two weeks to get back to me about the original interview, so I haven't given up yet, and he said, either way, I will contact you, and he hasn't contacted me yet, so I don't know what's going on, I don't know, but at this point, I'm calling it a ghost, and that's fine, which is kind of an excellent segue, I don't know about you, Brian, to our topic today, which is, you know, well, Let's, let's explain it. So I think personally, I, me and Brian were texting a little while ago about this, about how getting ghosted by a job or by an interview or something, getting ghosted, not getting a response, whether you got the interview or not, is very similar to when a significant other or a romantic interest ghosts you. And it's hurtful and it sucks and it's embarrassing. What do you think?
1: I think it's so much tougher than love because it's like there's even though you expect something um even though you were like you obviously suspect when you like go on tinder or you go on hinge you expect to get something in return yeah you're kind of like not really expecting anything when someone messages you back it's like oh wow well they didn't have to message me back like am i yeah. gorgeous like what <laughs> but um like am i maybe beautiful like but you expect a job to respond to you because you expect them to be professional. And then when you don't, you're like, what? Like, am I yeah. that awful that they couldn't even give me? It's a whirlwind. It and hurts. It hurts. <laughs> it hurts.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> I like, like comparing this job interview experience. Like, I'm glad I had it. But I'm like, this video editing job, baby. Like, we were so, we were vibing. Like, we were ready to take that leap. And boom ghost like it hurts um,
1: yeah has five other <laughs> it hurts. it's
0: just well, like the dating world I think and the dating world is a whole nother ball game but
1: it really is but luckily you know we're new to the game we just graduated yeah so we're a little naive to the post-grad life in terms of job hunting and, and the post-grad dating. life dating that's a whole nother ball game too but yeah. luckily I recruited with Kate obviously we recruited um a perfectly great candidate to talk about both love and jobs. It's Bear Winterall.
0: Welcome, Bear. We are so glad to have you. And Bear has a glass of wine himself. He is perfectly fitting in. Bear, He actually hi. inspired
1: me to drink the wine. Oh, no, no. You, Kate, you were drinking the wine. And then Bear said, I'm also drinking wine. And then I felt left out. So Yeah, I-
0: so I definitely started the train. I'm a bad influence. Yes. Hi, Bear, I miss you. I love Hi. you, how are you?
2: I'm great. I actually took it a step farther and I'm not drinking wine. I'm drinking a vodka
0: seltzer. So. Oh yes, Ooh. taking it a step further. I love that's, it.
2: That's what post-grad adult life will do to you.
0: Yeah, that's what I've noticed. It's a trend, is excessive
2: I, <laughs> I judge
1: um, anyone outside of college, if you order a vodka cranberry, electric chair. Vodka oh yeah, you're, only no graduation. I don't know. That's the thing. I just yeah. think vodka s- cranberries. No, no, no. Vodka sodas are adult.
0: To me, vodka cran is like a freshman year drink. Yeah. When you're I've, illegally drinking.
2: I've noticed as well in the adult sphere, it's um, frowned upon if you order a Red Bull vodka. But mm. that's not fair. That's like my go-go juice. Like, I, I personally have never had one.
0: I've never it had is one.
1: also the perfect way to describe it is go go juice because, and I will agree with you, Bear, for the sole reason that I only recently discovered Red Bull vodkas my senior year, and mm. they're really magical. They do yeah, the job, right. so all right. I'm all for them. And if we ever get back to the normal world where people are like going out to clubs and stuff mm-hmm. for a prolonged hours of the night, you need that Red Bull vodka to sustain you. Like that's the only way.
2: And I right. totally agree. And I think though, the thing is, it's like Red Bull Vodkas have a moment. They have a scene. It is when you're out at a bar or a club. If you're on a date with someone and they order a Red Bull Vodka, that's like red flag, run, like not <laughs> good. 100%. It's
0: like big, big red flag. That's fantastic. I love that. All right, well, let's uh, let's uh, introduce yourself, Bear. Who are you? What are you doing in your life? You have a job, you live in the city. You're way ahead of us.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, uh, when I'm 23, my name is Bear. Um, I work at a media agency doing digital marketing. I recently moved to the city in August. Yeah, that's pretty much, pretty much it about me. On paper,
0: you're living the dream. On paper, how Mm. are you actually doing? Um, You know, (laughs) who doesn't have their ups and downs? Right. Barry's growing a killer beard right now. I will say,
1: (laughs) and it's not Kate Pierce.
0: Ah, that was
2: good. Ah. Sorry, I couldn't resist. One glass of wine. Uh, You know me. To Kate's chagrin, yeah, it is not her.
1: So, what do you do at your job? Like, tell us kind of like what you're doing. Um, Mm -hmm. Is it your is it like fulfilling your short-term goals? Is it like kind of a stepping stone for a future goal? Like give us all that.
2: Um, I think it's definitely, you know, it's fulfilling goals that I had made for myself, graduating college, like getting a job, like a real job, um, doing, you know, something in media and marketing. Really what I do on a day-to-day basis is implementing digital media like advertising the ads you'll get on like on Instagram or on a .com. Like I'm the one who implements that onto the website. So if it's a specific campaign, like I'm the one who's getting it out the door, basically, so it can run on the website That's cool. and target people. Wow.
1: Okay. Yeah. Glad you're the the puppet the puppeteer behind the puppet. Um, yeah, have cool. you watched the the social dilemma? on Netflix.
2: I have not. Um, I don't, you know, this is another thing you'll learn when you're in like a full nine to five, well, nine to five. I say that with air yeah. quotes. Um, I don't really have time to sit around and watch Netflix. Like if I have free time, I'm going to use it to um, socially distance, spend it with my friends or, you know, go out to dinners or just go relax dates? Want
0: any dates. Let's, let's get into the juicy dates. Yes,
1: tell deets. us all about dating. What is oh. the life of Bear? We like, well
0: wait. We have, we're segwaying into this dating topic because I will say it is hard because of COVID. Dating is very hard with post grad. Mm-hmm. Bear has more experience because he graduated a year before a year before us. I had to mm-hmm. think for a second. A year before us. So Brian and I graduated in this post grad COVID world where right. dating is is possible but it is difficult. I personally have been on some socially distant states, um, which we can, Brian and I can go into our own dates later. But Bear, tell us about the postgrad dating life and how it's different than college.
2: Yeah, so um, let's see, Postgrad when it was normal. Um, dating in New York and in New York City already is pretty shitty to begin with. Um, <laughs> it is so hard to date, but um, in a COVID world, it's even worse. Yeah. As you'd expect. But no. yeah, I know, right? Um, um, but I don't know. It's you go through a weird thing when you graduate where you really feel like, oh, my life isn't together, you know, I'm just getting a job, I or don't have one. Um, and like I maybe I should be dating someone because other people might be in long-term relationships. And you kind of just, you're in this weird middle ground where you don't know what's going on in your life, Um, which I definitely felt right as I graduated. Um, And I had hopped around on multiple different dates. I I think from the time of, let's see, I graduated in May of 2019, from May 2019 till that August 2019, like mid-August, I had probably gone on seven first dates. I love that. And... Either it just wouldn't pan out or I wasn't interested or the other person wasn't interested. And it's really hard to find someone who is at the same point in their life that you think you're at.
0: Yeah, I think the thing, I don't know about you, Brian or Bear, that I've realized, and obviously it's harder with us with COVID and social distancing, but I am at this weird limbo state where like I am living at home and I know that I want to move someday, like cl- I want to move. So I shouldn't be dating anybody because if I move, they're going to be here and I'm going to be somewhere else. So I shouldn't be dating someone, but I also find like, you know, you get lonely, you know? So I, I have been on some COVID dates and um, I do have a lot of great stories, which is hilarious. Well, I so. think
1: mm-hmm. that you can't really think like that. Because True. If, it's, if you get into a relationship and the day comes when you have to move away, per se, if it's like a real relationship, it will, um, it will prosper beyond that. Yeah. And if it's not, and then even if it's like you can still end badly, like there's no really issue with, hey, like I'm moving away if you're also not going to move away. And we have to break up like there is I know we all stress about it but there is like something about a cordial breakup like
0: that is you no know, so like live
1: for the sure. moment like have a relationship that's like a year and then you know you guys have that wonderful year together you know I think
0: that wow that is really the thing mature is mature of you
2: a lot of people don't think like that Brian I'm of the same mindset where it's like you know oh we had this great time together like and it was nice it we're, it reminds me of this quote from Second in the City where Miranda's like, I wish I could be one of those girls who, when you break up with a with your boyfriend, that it's like, we had this magical love, go and prosper. But I'm just not like that. And I agree. I'm all, I'm not like that. I would rather never know anything about that person once I'm done with them. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I'll always, I'll always be like that. Like, yeah, it was a great time, but I'll still like be upset because we're not together.
0: I'm that's you guys are I applaud you because I am um damaged so I don't I don't
1: think about that that. (laughs) because I've gotten into reading and posed I just read this book uh it's called less by um wait I have the book right here less by Andrew Sean Greer and it posed a lot of questions just about like kind of relationships and what we get out of them mm-hmm. like there was a story about how this couple was together for a long time and then they got together and said I want to divorce after 10 years so mm-hmm. 10 years went by and then they said wait like let's do another 10 years like that was fun I don't want to end it and then after that 10 years they say that was fun but I think it's time to end it they ended it and it was like super cordial because they're like yeah like it was so crazy mm-hmm. um so yeah
2: that's beautiful I
1: Coaches don't play. Like I can spit all this thing and then I'll go, um, simp for some oh, yeah. boy. Like, yeah. As soon as we finish this podcast. Like, I
0: am so toxic. <laughs>
1: as I like, say, not as I do.
0: I'm not toxic myself, but I think that I just have such low expectations that I um personally over the summer did date around, you know, responsibly with COVID and everything. And, um, I didn't, you know, fall for anybody because I was just, um, through a breakup. So that was a little bit tough. Um, so when dating people, I was just like, oh, I just want to have fun and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I like, like some better than the others. And the the ones that I did like, just kind of, meh, like left me, like ghosted me, which was, you know, <laughs> whatever. I don't generally care about it. But the one that is still interested in me is psycho. So that's right. Fun.
2: That's normally how <laughs> it kind of goes,
0: isn't it? But the toxicity I... in me, I don't know if like any, like ladies or anyone listening to this, anyone, He's toxic and I know it, but a part of me still wants to respond. What is that? When I know he's crazy, but he texts me that he misses me. And I'm like, should I respond? No, I, I shouldn't.
2: Lovely, I mean,
1: we love the attention. Attention, like, yeah. We're Being validated. Like, it's kind of like a job. It's like, if, if they ghost you, you're kind of like, wait, but like, I'm so good for you. Like you want to like, have them keep coming.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, and it's, it's like, that, that sort I sort of stuff. I get these, like, I miss you texts. And then it like spirals into this thing, which like my therapist says is not good, which is like, why is it only the toxic ones that want me? Is it something wrong with me? And then I go into this spiral of like, oh my God, something's wrong with me. Like nobody wants to be with me. It's wrong with me. But then I have to think, I don't want to change who I am for somebody else. So why should I settle for anyone that wants not who I am? So I need to wait for somebody who likes everything about me the way it is.
2: Well, right? that's, that's a huge thing I think that happens post-grad where you're, you're in this, right? You're at your college, right? And you're in this almost like fishbowl where you're protected mm-hmm. and you kind of know everyone or at least you get a feeling that you know everyone that's there. Um, and then you go out into the world, like the big world of post-grad and you're, there's so much opportunity. For dating there's so many people and i think it's realizing that dating is actually you just figuring out what you like and it's nothing to hold against either yourself or another person like if someone yeah. doesn't like you back there is nothing wrong with you it's just you weren't right for that person and like, that's just the way the game goes, I guess. That's another
0: like, Sex and the City quote. One of my favorite quotes from all time. Bear and I's favorite show is Sex and the City. Am it's
1: I been- a bad gay for never watching Sex and the City?
0: You need to watch it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, seg- side note, they don't have it on Amazon for free anymore. It's like very hard to watch now. Which on is- HBO Max.
1: I have HBO Max, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Um, I got it because I-, I wanted to watch Sharp Objects. Which I need didn't to, get have to get it. Everyone go watch that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But maybe I will. Because I, I was going to say, because Bear, you brought up a point how like college, we kind of live in a bubble. Mm-hmm. And um, you kind of, so like that affects your dating life too, because you're all about the dating bubble. And I know in college, I kind of had this, I don't even know if it was like a rep on at college, but even in my own mind, like I just felt like I was like this kind of like way more masculine guy than I was. When like, I was like, who am Mm -hmm. I kidding? You know, like now I'm like really trying to like embrace like my more feminine, like aspects, which I like totally enjoy. And I'm like, if someone's like not gonna like that in anything, dating, friendship, anything. And then it's like, I don't, it's exhausting to be around you then, you know?
2: Well, that's another thing you realize like post-grad is you could be anyone to anyone. Like you could literally reinvent yourself to anyone you're trying to date, but. I've come to realize you can suss out the people who are not genuine in who they're trying to reinvent themselves as. Yeah. Like I recently was dating for a prolonged amount of time, someone who, um, you know, this was like probably back in September, I think, I don't know. um,
1: For a while. God, that seems like years ago. I
2: know. I'm like, isn't it
0: September right now? I was like so confused (laughs) for a minute.
2: Um, yeah, I know, right? It's insane. But we dated for quite a while, I think, you know, maybe a month and a half or so. And I just started to realize like, this person had totally tried to reinvent themselves as this native New Yorker person, this person who is just like really in the know, really cool, really very curated, like everything is, um, like down to the most minute detail taken care of and there was something so off about it to me where I was just like this is not tracking for me like this Mm -hmm. story that you're you're coming up with for yourself just seems just weird like it just doesn't seem right and you learn to suss people out in that post-grad sense yeah
0: I had a um I was dating somebody over the summer who I was very much enjoying my time with and he was very, a very good companion, I guess Mm -hmm. we were almost more friends than anything but we would just spend time together and kind of coexist and I was really enjoying it for a while and we kind of were each other's crutch for he had just been through a breakup I had just been through a breakup so we would this sounds funny, but like, we would talk about it to each other and to a certain extent, like sometimes he would keep talking about it and I'd be like, okay, you need to stop. Like, that's enough. Like with the ex, like, yes, we're friends, but we're also like romantically involved. Like, I don't want to hear everything. And he would say the same thing. And, um, you know, he even called me one day and was like, I need you to hold me accountable for like making sure that I like do things for myself and blah, blah, blah. And I am the type of person where, Yeah. Like I'll hold you, like let's let's be that person for each other. And I was really happy to do it. Um, and then I think maybe I met him in the time where he needed to heal. And I think while we were seeing each other, he finished healing and then he never talked to me again. See, and that and was hurtful because I, I was there for him and I was like ready to like help him. And at a moment's notice he would call me and just like rant for like an hour. And then when we stopped seeing each other, I was going through something and he was not there for me. And we have not talked since. And if he ever does reach out again, I will say, you know, I'm a personally, I'm a confrontational person. So I, if he reaches out again, I will say, hey, like, I'm glad you're doing okay. And I'm glad like you're excelling in your job and whatever, but we're friends and I was there for you and you were not there for me.
1: So- I, the same thing happened to me. I, like this guy, we were talking for a while. Like we were talking really like seriously. And uh, I, he like, he opened up to me, like I helped him like with a problem that was like really bothering him. And he's like, thank you, Brian. Like, you're so genuine. Like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. And then he ghosted me and I was like, yeah they
0: feed you with this it's just like the jobs literally this dude like was like I really like you're the only person I have enjoyed spending time with in months and I really enjoy spending time with you and like I really like you as a person like feeding me feeding me feeding me the stuff and maybe he did mean it but like okay then if you really felt that way then I don't know diet you know
2: fully have a very good example for this Kate to Please go back to totally what you were talking about with like you felt you were dating Used. him in a time where he needed to heal yeah so and I think this really does sum up like what post-grad dating is it's you're just trying to find someone at the right time where time both like healed from any past things and but recognizing it like yeah you have to know that every this is a piece of advice my dad gave me is every person that you date or meet is damaged. Like yeah. everyone is a little bit broken in some way possible. And it's just knowing how to either be there f- for them and like help them, but not think that you could be the person to be the glue to put them back together. Cause only yeah. you can put that together.
1: So I was dating oh, that's someone. That's deep. That is yeah. deep. I love that. Yeah, this might be our like deepest podcast
0: yet. It is. Yet. This is a serious Dad, podcast.
2: Dad comes in oh, with you the light
0: deep a cigarette of cigarettes. through
2: the line. I don't even smoke. <laughs> so
1: um, I was. Hmm?
2: Got, what? Oh, I was gonna say. So I was. <laughs> so I was dating. This goes into what Kate was saying. I was dating someone last year for about four months um he had just moved to new york city like literally maybe a week before As annie uh
1: what's dating. that what's it from annie um star to be fresh right. off the bus what's what's the lyric it's uh n y c um
2: just got here this morning yeah Three, basically oh, that ah, it begs we want we that just really triggered like a dark memory from that relationship because he kind of was a theater. If you if you don't person. have a
1: dark suppressed memory about Annie, then you're not really a theater kid.
2: I'm actually yeah. that like, so he was a theater person and I have a vivid memory of him singing that to me oh, oh. No. and me being like, huh? wow, that just put a lot of puzzle pieces together for me. But so we were dating for about four months and he had just moved here from the South. Um, literally a week before we started dating and then like went on our first date. And he had just broken up with his boyfriend of about four months. Now, I didn't know that until maybe our fourth date when we started like really like, you know, telling each other our secrets, you know, kind of done sussing each other out, you Mm -hmm. know, just like telling stuff about each other. Mm -hmm. And um, he very much wasn't healed from it just by the way he would talk about it like yeah, um yeah yeah i yeah, hate to see it like he asked about my exes and you know everyone i had dated and been with and asked to like see photos of them like ask their names like what's up and then i was like okay what about you and he was just like no oh that's that's a, that's not that's not for us to that's talk not about. fair and, that's yeah not no fair. it completely wasn't but i was a pushover so i was like oh no we're totally fine I get it. <laughs> Oh, it's I'm okay here. don't yeah. worry about it <laughs> I was like, fuck my emotions. You're I'm sure <laughs> you, you need a heal still. Um and like I don't think you realize till halfway through how damaging that kind of relationship is where I basically felt like I took a place, like I just assumed position to fill a void. Um and though I am not a confrontational person normally. Uh, get a few drinks of me and I am. And like months after we'd broken up, I had screamed at him over the phone. It was like, how dare you use me like that? Like, I loved you and you said you loved me. And it just turned out you didn't. And it was a whole thing where now we still talk occasionally, but um, he had apologized for everything, unbated, and had even said wow. I was not done healing. That's
0: so nice.
2: It's just realizing that you need to find someone at the right time. Like, and he even yeah. said to me, um you were perfect it was nothing with you it was just the wrong time
0: yeah
2: and like that does hurt but like oh yeah it still hurts but that's like timing like you have to go through what you go through to grow or, and like, or whatever that like about timing like I've felt that a lot um
1: recently because I genuinely like I don't really like date younger than me just because mm-hmm. I mean
0: don't do, don't it.
1: do it yet. Then we genuinely like like to date, not like super older, but like a couple years, you know, like or even like a year. Mm-hmm. But then I can't. I'm having like a trouble kind of doing that right now because since people are older, they're kind of at like a more established part of their life, and so I have an insecurity that I I'm having trouble kind of dating older guys like right now because. I feel insecure because like they have a job, they're yeah. obviously have their own place, and like I don't have a job. I'm still mm-hmm. figuring it out. Like I live at I home, and like before. if they're okay with that, then I'm okay with that. But like as soon as I'm talking, like and they ask me like what I do, I get like really insecure. I'm like, oh, just- me too.
0: <laughs> Wait, I have- me too, because they ask also like a lot of them are like oh, like, come over right now. I'm like, I live with my father. I cannot come over right now. <laughs> I have to ask like, first. And they're like, what? You're an adult. I'm like, yeah, I'm an adult, but I also respect my house and yeah, respect and my, my father. Crazy. Like, yeah, I like, can't, like, can't
1: do that. I'm a, I'm yeah. an awful liar.
0: I can't, awful. Me too. Oh, cannot too. lie for shit. Either. I cannot lie. I'm a shit liar. So <laughs> it's, just, it's very difficult, especially when you're living at home. Like, it is so hard. And I felt
2: that way too when I first... um graduated and even in college when I was dating around I could not date anyone that was older than me I couldn't because I didn't I felt that exact same way I was like I don't have a job I don't I don't have an income or at least a sustainable one like I worked at a restaurant yeah and like I don't even have an apartment but once you do get a job and you start making money like you will feel as though you can date older like I have a track record now of where I only date people who are probably a year, two years older than me, because I've come to realize either dating someone my age can be very precarious, yeah, um, or or they're just not mature. Like you'll realize a lot of people are so stunted in their maturity that it it's
1: that's why. Like I recognize my bits of immaturity, mm-hmm. and I need someone mature to like complete me. Like yeah. I'm I can't handle a, a more immature person than I already am. Like no I will try fucker. to.
0: They actually might have the capability to damage you more than anyone you ever thought. So just saying.
2: I don't, know. So, you know, I don't think that's healthy though. I do to say, no, no, no. Sure. I'm saying, I don't think it's healthy to say that you're damaged I know. by that because you're not. You learn something new about yourself and how you didn't want to be treated by someone. I don't think, you know, yeah, yeah you can be hurt by the the emotional repercussions of that breakup, but I don't think that necessarily means that you're damaged. You're not spoiled milk just because someone broke your heart. Like that's just (laughs) not that's just not a feasible way to think though in your life. Like anyone will love you. It doesn't for you, like it's not gonna matter that you got your heart broken 10 times. You still will be loved by someone. Like that just doesn't to me that that's always how I thought like you're not damaged because of that.
1: Before yeah, we like, spitting the advice, the whole, <laughs> before we bring the whole audience, I've dated a
2: lot room. around. I can I can spit and have Wait, my heartbroken. Is this friends.
0: trying the cake therapy session?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Brian, hop in there if you need some advice too. I can dole it out. In my,
1: here's in um, uh, here's a. Uh, this is more of a funny story. I had car sex for the first time over quarantine.
0: Oh, how'd that go?
1: Oh, uh, it was. I mean, for what it was, it was great. Like you know, um obviously times are tough haven't done it had not done the deed in a while Mm -hmm. um because of COVID so I was happy for what I was getting you know
2: was it really because of COVID
1: no it was more because I live at home
2: Um, right oh (laughs) wait it
1: took me a while to get that shit
2: (laughs) (laughs) my doctor recently said that to me because I was like uh he was like oh yeah I went to the doctor just for a checkup and he was like oh do you want to get um you know, your regular checkup, you know, for STDs and stuff, just to be safe. And um, I was like, oh no, you know, nothing's really been happening in the past, since my last test. And he was like, oh, is that, um, is that COVID related? Or That's pers- fucked up. Or <laughs> or personal choice? Slut. And I was like, Bitch, I could get it if I want it. Like, calm down. He's reverse
0: slushy you.
1: Yeah, and if anything, COVID made me more picky. Because I'm like, I'm not going to let you enter my bubble for just anyone. Like, you got to earn a date. And then Mm -hmm. the date, you got to earn, like, anything else. Because, like, I'm all for, we're adults. I'm not going to get in your car just to make out. Like, we're either leaving at the door of the restaurant or we're, like, meeting after.
0: Engaging in in, in an after meet.
2: I do have to say like I'm all about you know like if you want to do it do it on the first date but this is going to be controversial. Go for it. To I really,
1: us. We love bold hot topic opinions here on this.
2: I really don't think anything will ever go anywhere if you have sex on the first date. As an adult no, like the respect I feel like that it just goes out the window and I think I really like That's not just me. I know so many people, and I, I've used my own life as a case study for this. Yeah, I have. You will get nowhere.
0: Yeah, I have. You know, not we'll be vague, but yeah, I have um noticed that. Department noticed that as well. Um, and I am all for you know do whatever you want. Like I'm never ever gonna slut shame somebody ever. No, however myself. If I think that I um, would like to date somebody, I try to stay away from that department just so that they know, no, I'm not gonna do this right now. But if it's someone I'm not really romantically interested in. See,
2: that's what I I think people confuse with slut shaming is it's, no, it's not slut shaming. You have to know what you want though. Like if you want a long-term relationship with someone, I'm sorry, like don't have sex on the first date. You're what. As my mama would always say to me, Why would you buy the cow if you get the milk for free? <laughs> like, why would you though? True. Um, and they if you that. go, if you go into it being like, Well, I know I don't want a long-term relationship with this person, I kind of just want to like fuck, well then yeah. just just then do it. Like no yeah. one's holding you back. Yeah. But know that by you doing that.
0: Yeah, Just know what Even your expectations slash expectations, I just said that, know what you are looking for and then mm-hmm. make a decision based on that. Yeah. But and I'm, here's to say, like, it's not if anyone has been on a first date and oh, they yeah, did yeah. engage, then, and you're still together fucking props to you. Yes, props yes. to you. the
1: vibes are just there. Sometimes, because I normally have that rule as well, because mm-hmm. I do think in the long term it's better. Mm-hmm. And then also sometimes you do just want to get to know someone. Like, you don't want to have to make it an event. Sure. Um, but sometimes, and I've been in this, sometimes the vibes are just there and you're like, okay, like I'm not as mature as I thought I was. Like I have, sorry.
2: <laughs> sorry.
1: <laughs> sorry, not sorry about it.
2: <laughs> no, I feel the literal exact same way. But I think I've realized as I've gotten older and, you know, circling back to that whole like post-grad thing of like yeah. realizing that, you know, once you leave college, this bubble in your brain bursts and you're kind of like, hmm, maybe, you know, I should be using this time to try and find someone who I actually want to like spend time with and want to be with. And, you know, could maybe see having some kind of future. I'm not saying like, I'm going to meet someone or someone that I'm dating now currently could be like the person I marry. I'm not some kind of child bride, but right. <laughs> like, but, you know, you just, you never know, like, I think it's so different now. Like in college, I would date around and like be casual with who I would be with just because I was like, I'm in college, whatever. Like, who cares? Now I'm like in the adult world and I'm so picky about who I'm with. I like, I personally cannot sleep with someone unless I actually like their personality and like them and actually know about them.
0: That's mature, that's growth. That's, that's growth, growth. wow
2: like, I just can't do it I'm I can't have a one night stand I it I would not be into it wouldn't be about it it's just not my thing anymore good for you good not for like you. it ever really was my thing but it's just it it's the maturity aspect of it like you don't know what yeah. you're gonna get if you, if you just randomly meet up with someone yeah
0: or, well now especially in the COVID world you can't just really well, have a one night stand you can contract the virus
1: yeah, it's been wild in. And oh god, nothing really to do with what we were just talking about, mm-hmm. just like a thought that like Let's popped in my mind. Long Island dating is so freaking annoying. I
0: like, I can't, so can't really
1: cuz yeah. all the hot guys yeah. live in the city. Sorry to the hot guys that do live on Long Island. I know there's a, a few of you. But a <laughs> there's <lot> a handful. <laughs> of the are in New York City. And then the- there's like
2: two Brian and we've both matched with them on Tinder. So come on.
1: <laughs> and um The worst part is though, because like all the hot people on Long Island, like not a lot of people move to Long Island unless you're like a teacher, a police Mm -hmm. officer, or like you got like a really kind of like settled down, like a nice job. So all the young people, we're all still living with our parents. So it's like, no one can even like host or like, you can't even like Netflix and chill like in the, in its simplest, purest form, like watch Netflix together. Cause you're both like Living How at your parents' house. Everyone's I'm, is home. And because of COVID, then like everyone is constantly home. There's not even like a window to be like, hey, like let's watch a, an episode of the politician and then bounce. Nah, Bullsh- not
2: I'm I'm very intrigued, Brian, by a few things with that that you brought up. Let's so one, it. like I grew up and lived in Westchester until literally August of this year. But you know, I'm like 20 minute train ride away from the city basically. So I would always go into the city for dates. Like it never was an issue for me. And even during COVID, when I did live at home, like I still would take the train to the city to go on a date. That being said though, I, for me, I've realized post-grad dates are now almost always a dinner, almost always a dinner or drinks. And it's when you do drinks, it's like you're at a table basically about to get dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I don't agree. know if that's something like you guys have noticed, but
0: I have done a lot of dinner dates. Um, I did date somebody who worked in construction and his hours were at night. So we did breakfast dates, which was kind of nice. Oh, those were cool. sweet. Cool. I liked those. And they were day dates. And then if we dated for a little while and then um like after you got out of work, we would sometimes see each other. Um, but then I've also no, I don't know if this is adults. Like, I've cooked for somebody before. Um, on the first date, no, no, on the, like no. the f- fourth <laughs> date, no, God, no, God, no, no, the fourth date. <laughs> but what's funny is I'm younger than this person, and I asked, like, oh, what do you want to eat? And he said, like, I don't know, but I'm trying to eat healthy. So I was like, nope, I'm gonna cook what I wanna cook, and you're probably gonna like it. And I was like, I gave him the recipe and I said, do you have any of these things? No, he had none of the things. So I brought a cooler with frozen chicken (laughs) and I brought spices. I brought like all the things I needed. And now that I'm like saying it out loud, like this is hilarious. Like I cooked this. I'm 22, like I'm young and he's a little older than I am. And I cooked him dinner. I still live with my father and he has an apartment and a full-time job. So maturity. What I
1: think, Bear, about the dates Mm -hmm. is that drinks i will much rather do drinks than dinner just because it's less expensive but Mm -hmm. like the thing is like i'm not trying to go hiking with someone who i may or may not have chemistry with because then we're stuck on that trail it's just you and
2: me well let me add into that every single date that i've been on where we've gone hiking has ended up very badly like as a first date but i love a dinner date i love it mine and dine me and i I love that little I love, I love being game. wined and dined. That's love,
1: like the way to my heart.
2: Yeah, and I love that little game at the end where obviously I'm like, well, I don't want to pay, but I'll offer to pay. I'll and offer. Pay. And, you know, it's like, who's going to grab it first? Like, who's yeah. going to show that? Love that. That's all the part of the game. Yeah. But when it's a stinker of a date, and you're stuck there and you're you stuck. barely touched your rigatoni a vodka, <laughs> I mean, the only thing to do is get exorbitantly drunk. And, um, I've done I was so with a
1: guy days. recently. I went on a few dates with um, who mm-hmm. he paid each time for the meal because he like he was like he was like you're still finding a job. He's like I got a job, which I thought was really nice. I was like That's oh, I offered to nice. each time, and he was like no, I got it. And I was like thanks so much, I appreciate that.
2: I recent I- oh you go. I was gonna say I recently went on an amazing first date. Like it was super great, and he um he immediately like snatched the checkup and like we had been planning different times to like meet different dates and he had canceled multiple times and then like really made an effort to be like let's do this night like I really want to see you we have to like go on a date and like he was such a gentleman and literally was like I'm paying like I owe it to you for canceling so many times and to me that is the biggest like yes like that's beautiful mark like that is yeah good like you you yeah. notice that people are yeah. like more mature. I went on a d-
0: I went on a date recently, or I guess not even recently. This was like a month and a half ago, I guess. And I thought, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any concept of time, but I thought Neither do I, was, I. I
2: also said recently, and it was literally a month ago. Um,
0: but I went on a date with somebody I met on a dating app and you never know what to expect. It's the only way
2: to date right now. Yeah,
0: so I I low-key had like, you know, low expectations, but we mm -hmm. met up and he was very polite. And I will say, I am looking for someone with similar uh, opinions as I am. And Hinge is the dating app that I use. And his said liberal, which is instantly for me a turn on. And so I knew going into it that he was liberal, Mm -hmm. which was really nice. And we talked about reading and he really liked to read, like everything that he liked to do, I liked to do. Like it was like a perfect match. And we went on this date to a restaurant I had already read, like he suggested. I was like, I love that restaurant. Mm-hmm. we went and we had food and neither of us barely, we barely ate, which is kind of funny. And he's so nice and cute and whatever. And we have so much, so much in common. And like the conversation was flowing and he's very, he was very different than the guys that I had been with before, like seemed very healthy and like not toxic and not like, um, you know how I, I, I love a, a touch of asshole, which is like really unhealthy, mm-hmm. but no, he was like very like nice. But you need... Okay, that- I, I need mean, a touch of like you being an asshole. I want to add okay. in though. Oh, okay. I heard that completely wrong. Right. Oh, no. Not in like a literal book.
2: I think you do want though, like not you. I'm just saying like yeah. in general, anyone, you want like a touch of like sass. No, just where you're like, huh? Like yeah. you're like, they say something and you're like, wait, what? But yeah. like you
0: can't fully read them. Like you need that. Yeah. You need it. yeah. It's just it's what, boring
2: what, then we're just oh we're just friends then
0: yeah. yeah yeah so I was a little concerned about that in the beginning but mm-hmm. you know it was a great date like whatever it, it was like the conversation was flowing when like, we talked about astrological signs which is adorable like I didn't bring it up he did and then we like maybe that's a gay
2: thing that's a common first date first date oh, topic. Maybe he's gay. I
1: find it hard like because some guys like some guys take it really well but other guys and it's kind of like you have to feel them out like you bear kind of know the vibe like there are some guys and like yeah. kate you probably know the thing like some guys with you some guys will be fine with you posing the astrological question
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then others will be like oh you're one of those and you could mm-hmm. like just question
2: but then you it's like when I it, well
1: packaged that you don't even say the word you could just be like oh like when's your birthday and they'll be like you're asking me that because my sign right and you're like no
0: no no yeah, he brought no. it up
1: no, sir, I would never do he that. He brought it
0: up. And then he was like, oh, so I'm, I'm a, I i am forget what he is. And then I was like, yeah, I'm this. And he was like, oh, that's cool. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, you know, there's an app. Like I slightly suggested it. And then we like had fun like reviewing it and seeing that we're compatible, whatever. And then immediately before we left for the second date, asked me on another one two two days later, gotcha, immediately yes. to a really cute fall date. And we went on and it was lovely. And then we literally like, so, so wholesome. We like went back to his apartment to heat up apple cider and watch a movie. Then then he was like, I'm gonna see you again. And then the third time I cooked him dinner and we like, well, we cooked dinner together. And then I saw him another time and I even invited him to a Halloween party with my friends which is like a big deal for me because I love my friends. right. And he was invited to the Halloween party. And I will say, our Halloween party was less than 10 people. We all got COVID tests. All right, all right, whatever. I just want to say before oh I God. get any Honestly, heat. Honestly,
1: this is a hot take, but I hate when people say. I
2: hate when people do that too. It's
1: so annoying because it's like, okay. Like, it's just like you, I, like, I don't know. Like, I
2: hate it. To, I like, only said that. i just you didn't. Like, I don't know. I like,
0: only said I that. Just, just... I don't want to get heat. I don't want to get heat from it. Oh, Kate, want-
2: what are you? It's, what, it's not like you're frigging Kylie Jenner.
0: Like, I know, but you know, you're know, you right. No one's gonna getting, to heat. Anyway, getting anyway, heat. Anyway, I invited him to my <laughs> friend's party and he goes, he would, no, no, he, I invited him two weeks before and he was so excited. He was like, oh my God, like, what if they don't like me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Coming up to the party, I was like, are you like ready? Like, are you coming? I was like, I'm not sure two days later I said, okay, just let me know, nothing. Haven't heard from him since.
2: Yeah. Nothing. Um, My.
0: Actually, that's a lie. He views my stories. He views all of my things. So if anyone is listening and listens to and watches my stories and everything, if I have dated you in the past and you ghosted me and then you view my stories and things, I see you lurking. I see you. I I want to
2: say the same thing. Like, honestly, that is the most cowardly thing to do. Yes. And such I Because
1: I don't care about that at all.
2: No, like, it's just a Gemini um, thing. I'm annoyed. No, I call people out immediately. I, I should I call sense, them out. If I sense I'm being ghosted in any which way, I will be like, oh, so we're just like not really that interested anymore. right?" Like, Should I say something? I well, I mean, time has passed. Well, I'm here's home.
0: the thing. He responds to my stories, too. Oh yeah. No. Call him out for sure. Okay. 100%. That's what oh, I Oh yeah.
1: That's annoying. That's I
0: don't. Annoying. And I don't, I, he knows I'm confrontational first date. He was like, I'm not a confrontational person. I was like, I am.
2: I don't put up with bullshit like that. Yeah. That's a hundred. I invited
0: you to my friend's party and you ghost me. Are you kidding? I cooked you dinner. I'll either be, I will
2: either be super passive, aggressive in like a, okay, sure. I, I understand. Or I will fully just, I'll be like, how dare you? don't don't do this to me like i am not uh and i know yeah. i said i'm not confrontational before but like in that sense i will yeah. because i don't like being screwed with with the i think the like, thing- hey
1: viewers uh drinking game take a shot every time you heard either kate or bear said I'm confrontational. <laughs> I think it's like, Can I want to count.
2: No, I said I wasn't earlier. Was it? It it?
1: The word confrontational. <laughs> Just someone counted <laughs> how many times the word confrontational. Hi, Rest I'm special.
0: a Gemini. Can you tell? Yeah. Hi,
2: hey. Hi Gemini, Sun, Gemini. Moon. Hi.
1: I, <laughs> I don't think I have any Gemini in me. Um, that's good. Well, that's I'm, good. A, I'm, a, I'm very early. Like yeah, since,
2: yeah earthy. since last Tuesday.
1: <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> Badoom. Badoom. Actually, yeah. I think I had a Sagittarius in me last
2: week. All righty, anyway. Oh, Cut that out. Cut that out. oh, there it is.
0: As um, long as they're not there a
1: Scorpio. was There was fishing. Scorpius, no. I could not. There was fishing for that.
0: Mm-hmm. Sagittarius ruined my life, actually. So but anyway, but yeah, so I think I might say something. The next time he responds to my story, I'm going to say something. And what's funny is he constantly would say, can I be honest? And then he would say something that's kind of silly, like not, not a serious topic. And what is, oh, I will point out, we had a conversation about what our expectations were out of seeing each other. And I said, I'm looking for someone to have fun with. Casual answer, he said, same, except, can I be honest? And I went, shit, yeah. He said, I'm looking for a relationship. I think that's something
2: that you have to bring up either on the first or second date, otherwise you're gonna fuck yourself He said
0: that, and I was like, oh, like, I mean, I guess, like for me personally, I'm not, Opposed to a relationship, if it happens, it happens, and I said that to him. um But I guess he was just wasn't. I mean, I don't really want a relationship.
1: Either. I don't think you can go into a relationship though, saying like I want a relationship because yeah. then you're yeah. kind of like you're pigeonholing yourself into that relationship. I like I think say. you have to go I... on. Like you can say, hey, I'm dating you. If we like it, and we can go, and then we can talk about being exclusive, and then the next step. But I think, hey, we're this is our first date. Let's try and
2: yeah. go on like
1: be in a relationship. I didn't know what to say like to that. That, I think that's toxic.
2: Well, I think that also gives away a lot of like how the other person feels about you. Yeah. And I think the key to a good relationship is convincing yourself and the other person also convincing themselves of the exact same thing, which is that, oh, this person likes me just a little bit more than I like them. So yeah. I have the upper hand. Yeah. But you both have to be convincing yourselves of that exact same thing. And so you both live in complete delusion of thinking yeah. that the other person likes you more than you like them.
0: Yeah.
1: So, so Bear, would you say that the pretty much over- like overlapping umbrella of post-grad mm-hmm. dating is just kind of like figuring out what you want, figuring out how to um, articulate it. that and then yeah. kind of making sure that the same person is reciprocating those same
0: values? 100%.
2: That is what it is, because in college you're not doing that.
0: Yeah. You're not. College, it's it's just that. like, oh, you like dogs? I like dogs. Let's suck up.
1: Yeah. yeah. Let's uh stay together for the tonight in the words of Noah Cyrus. Um <laughs>
2: I know <think, laughs> yeah, Cyrus coming.
1: Guy. She's good. I've just gotten into her. She's uh like she's no Miley. She's no she's Miley, no Miley. Uh, but uh she's great. Yeah. So uh Bear, any final thoughts? Um just on dating post Any yeah, any final thoughts?
2: I think my final thought really is to not be so hard on yourself. We're all just in this journey trying to figure things out. And we all have different paces that we go at. It's not fair to, it's just not fair to beat yourself up because someone else has a job that you wanted or, or someone's dating someone and you're not like, that's just not fair. You're on your own path, figure your own shit out first, deal with your own stuff. Why focus on someone else who's not you? take you a look in the, the mirror growth.
0: i will say i have known bear for a very long time now and he's one of my about
2: four people. years now one mm-hmm. of my
0: favorite people on this damn planet and i have seen more growth in you than like anyone in my entire life like i love you so much i'm so proud of you
2: thank you you just gotta always be working on yourself you gotta yeah. know you're a oh, work in progress constantly.
0: I'm a thank you. I'm personally right now i'm kind of chilling being alone i kind of like it i don't really have time for anybody else but myself To be honest.
1: I like it too. The past few days I've been very growing and kind of figuring things that I like out and things that make me happy. And I think that's all all we just gotta do. World will be a lot happier once we're all happy with ourselves.
0: Yeah. That's that's a great way to end it. A pop, yeah, but no, thank this you like a thank you to session.
1: bear for being here yeah of for writing such good advice such insight such
2: philosophy oh, yeah. anytime guys i'm I just like, here to spout my stupidity out.
0: i feel like i need to listen to alanis and like write in my journal right now oh my like, god i'm ready you really girl it. you
2: live you learn
1: throw it on i love Boy, her bear, where can where can our listeners follow you um on socials yes. do you have sure. anything to promote?
2: um nothing to promote here but um you can follow me on instagram at bear Topher. Um, yes. And then uh Twitter, not underscore A underscore real bear. Follow yeah. me to hear more of my rants of stupidity.
0: I love Woo! it. Love it so much. Well, thank you so much, Bear, for joining us. And we will see you all next week on The Good, The Bad, and the Postgrad with Kate and Brian. Thank you Woo! so much. We'll see you next week. Bye.